previously on the No Mercy Podcast. The really good four leave Fight Town and decide to head east towards the Black River, eventually to make their way to Pesoft. The group eventually gets lost and truly feels why it's called the Sharp Mountain Range. While trying to retrace their steps, they see figures off in the distance. And as Chess is doing this, looking around, he catches the footprints. Funky and Ralaric both see a couple of figures in the distance, almost react to those quiet yelps from stepping on the stone. Friendly ones? Ones who are worried about our foot health? <laughs> uh, hey, hey guys, uh, there's... Do you, guys, do you guys see that? Yeah, there's some figures over there. Uh, just uh, spins around quickly. You see both figures, as you kind of turn to look at them, they kind of hunch down. Ralderick, from the way you, you've lived your life, you've come across a lot of different animals, and despite not being in the mountains, you can still kind of tell, you can see that outline of this large feline body. Oh boy. Um, and there's two of them. Are we in a Conan book now? Are they approaching with panthery <laughs> stealth? The really good for battle and defeat Sabertooth Tigers before eventually retracing their steps. They get attacked again by another group of tigers before the fight gets interrupted by a monstrous bulette. The rumble continues to grow louder and louder and louder and you see shoot up out of the ground is this shark flies up in the air and tries to land in the space where the four of you are. Oh no, that's where oh. we are. So each of you... Tuck and roll and get no damage? Neat! In the fight, Raloric and Chest fall. Funky tests to see if he finally has his magic back permanently. Raloric, give me a death saving throw. Yes, sir. Four. Fuck off, Ralric! Alright, two in the negative for Ralric. I am about to die. Ralric's dead. This is when we lose Ralric. Chest. Give me a death saving throw. Then eight. Alright, one in the negative. Funky. Alright, seeing both my buds go down, I'm gonna grab a coin from my pocket and say, any help you give right now would be great, Tamora. I'm gonna hold that gold coin to Ralric's chest and see what happens. We need a stabilizing force. <laughs> okay, so you, you you beg for this help from Timora and you put the coin towards Ralric's chest, who's on death's door, and just nothing happens. Cool, 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 cool. But then, a pulse. Oh. Another pulse. The coin in is just pulsing repeatedly and you turn it, it start to, starting to glow and then you turn your hand and you push it right down to Ralric's chest. Well, what do you say? Bring him back, man! <laughs> Girl? <laughs> and Ralric, your eyes open, so go ahead and roll your healing. The group barely survive after a thunderclap takes down the bulette from Pip. As a reaction to the sound, more rumbling is heard in the distance. Immediately after realizing the error of my ways in casting a thunder, earth-shocking spell in uh, an avalanche-prone part of terrain, I would immediately start casting Snugglehut. Okay. So you see flying out of the sky, probably 400 feet away, another Beulet, and then it just dives right back into the ground as Pip is casting. Chest sort of stops and he's like, hurry up, Pip! Let's uh, let's let's do this. Yeah, let's get that thing casted real quick. It's picking up speed. It's flying out of the ground and it's getting closer. Out of the ground, it's about a hundred feet away, and then it flies out and it's flying down at the four of you huddled around Pip. And then you just see boom right above you, and it just lands right on top of the dome and just staring down at all of you. 
and its beak is just starting to jab, 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 jab around the outside, and it walks, gets off the top and slowly circles around. Well, this should be a comfortable sleep. Oh, yeah. Hey, <laughs> guys, what color do you want the lights to be? I was thinking maybe a nice green. Head over to nomercypodcast.com, and from there you can find our Discord link to come and chat and hang out. Now, let's dive into this episode of the No Mercy Podcast. No mercy, no, no, no mercy. A new chapter, a new arc, a new adventure for No mercy, no, no, no mercy. The really good for, and here is their story. Favorite strongers lacking in the smarts. The cleric does the touchy feel like grumpy healing arts. A broken hearted ranger with a dragon slaying bow and a sweet singing gnome who tackles every foe with no mercy. No mercy. No, no, no mercy. No, no mercy. So we're, uh, we're all in Snuggle Hut and we have a giant goulette like nomming on it. I think he's just confused. Let's hope he doesn't have eight hours of nomming endurance. <laughs> His jaw's really gonna hurt. I mean, even if he does, we can go out and kill it, and then because we'll be fully rested. We just all will tuck under chest, and the bullet will just slide down over and protect us. So we're we're just gonna. I guess we have no choice but to try and sleep with a monster. Yeah. Are you sure this thing's gonna hold there, uh, Pip? Hundo percent. Not sure. Uh, okay. Uh, I know we don't usually keep a watch. Should we keep a watch on, on this thing? Yeah, if there's ever been a time to keep a watch, probably <laughs> probably be tonight. Chest is already snoring. <laughs> oh, I forgot well, about Chest and his secret sleeping pills. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't say anything about uh, strength of it. And it doesn't say anything about, obviously, concentration because of sleep in it. So, I feel like we're good. We good. All right. Let's snooze it up. Let's get those HP back because I am hurt. <laughs> All right. So, the violet uh, circles around the bubble hut continuously as the darkness starts to fall. The creature at moments starts to completely lash out, trying to pop the bubble with, bubble with its bite, claws, and by pouncing on top of the bubble, much like the other violet did to many of you as it emerged from the ground during battle. While on top of the bubble, it plops down and rests for a moment as you look past its steaming balls kicked across the top. <laughs> and here. Oh, I was going to have a crawlery in there to be like just to calm us. I was going to make everything like a soft lavender. <laughs> and now I've given this bulette blue balls. <laughs> so I'm not really into this. This is uh, an interesting interesting view so here and you see it fly up off the bubble with the balls taking a second to rejoin the body making a sound like a windshield wiper moving across a dry windshield (laughs) i hate everything i hate you boys why do we do this nuts ducking i know the sound yeah nuts frozen to the porch the bulette lands on the first saber-toothed tiger that you killed uh, and starts to grab at its head, tosses apart, and just looks like it's just diving into the body and just starting to continuously eat. It looks over to the other bulette and pounces on it, and this is a little different. Uh, as opposed to looking like he's eating it, he just 
the Beulet just looks like it's kicking the crap out of the dead Beulet and is just pissed off at it. That's a weird mourning protocol. Looks over to the other saber-toothed tiger, takes basically a limb off, and then starts to walk away. Well, good thinking on that on that hut there, or on the, the bubble there. Snuggle bubble. There. That was no, there was no thinking. There was no plan in there. That was sheer snuggle-related panic. <laughs> well, either way, I feel like we probably would have been in a rough spot here. Thanks for that. Yeah, yeah, our DM told us not to let chest get so low on his HP <laughs> in the future. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably best if we don't fall. <laughs> you know, probably chest not great. Is, chest is still snoozing. He went right to bed. He was very tired after having been nearly murdered. <laughs> okay, so we got we got a good sleepy boy here, and um, we've got three of our G4. Is there anything that we need to discuss in terms of plans or doings transpiring, or the fact that, you know, Chest vomited out an evil god into a new nemesis, I think? Mm. Oh. There was that. <laughs> there is that whole thing. Didn't he? Hmm. Didn't he? <laughs> oh, what about that whole thing? Yeah. Yeah, that's probably not great. I feel like we're gonna... That, that's not the last we're gonna see of them. Yeah, I'm a little scared of the kegs. Yeah. Where do you, do you guys Where do you guys think they're going next? Do you think they're going back to, to Devadim? Well, they were never there, right? Because oh. we got teleported really fast. Hmm. Yeah, I guess, I guess that's true. I'm not sure where power is coming from right now. Where else would they go? Well, I know there's a second sword. Or I thought there was a second sword. Yeah. Wait, we know where that is though, right? One was in yeah. the mountains and one was in the somewheres. It was in which mountain? This is where the other one is. Which mountain trail? <laughs> Way over, like, north of Pesop. Oh, okay. And that's not Elfland. It's, like, Elfland adjacent. It's past it, yeah. So our MO right now is still, I guess, just try to find find more weapons faster. Uh, well, I, I mean, we were almost there, and we know where you're almost to your loop, right? And we know where it is now. Sort of. And I'm not going to throw a dagger in chest a second time, so. I mean, I'm 50-50 on that one. I'm, <laughs> I feel like you get inside that Pesot bubble and weird stuff happens, and we all can't know what we're going to do once we get in there. <laughs> Well, I, I mean, I, I had the dagger for a while on me, and it it really wanted a piece of chest. I'm just feeling so magical right now, and um, I want to go to Pesop. I really obviously do want my flute, but I'm a very aware of the inherent dangers in involved in going into a magic-free zone. Because that was, fr- well, I mean, Funky, you know how that's frustrating as fuck. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Funky knows it well. <laughs> yeah, you manage. Uh, it uh, it is frustrating. I I can see that. Yep. But I'm a beefy boy at least, so I've got that <laughs> going boy. for me. Yeah, me too. Check out this beer gut. <laughs> and you know, it's I really it's been a while since we've been into a city. I re- I really need to refill this water skin beer That's skin. That's true. Oh, I have actually a a boring out-of-game question to ask, which is, if you have a plus something weapon, that that plus means it's magic of some sort. Yeah. So if you go into magic free zone, does that become just a regular type weapon again? Uh, You found that the magical properties of items were muted in the bubble, but when you left, they were okay. Okay. Magical effects on people were wiped away. Right. 
So if I go into the bubble with a plus something weapon, it just becomes regular type weapon just while I'm in the bubble. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Neat. Level pip yeah. gets weaker. Let's do this, <laughs> bros. Chess, in the in the beginning of your sleep, you are awakened by a rumble in your stomach. <laughs> a scrumble in your tumble? Just a little tumble scramble. That rock had babies. <laughs> you, you realize that in, in the um, midst of all the fighting and trying to survive through the extreme weather out there that you haven't eaten since Fight Town. <laughs> Ch- yeah, Chesta sort of uncharacteristically wakes up mid-sleep and is just like, hungry, hungry. Where, uh, is everyone else up or asleep? I was going to say, Pip probably would have gone to sleep by now, and his sleep reaction is to flop a sleep arm over onto chest and start unloading cheese whiz into his mouth. <laughs> no, no. Yields! And back to sleep. <laughs> uh, before Funky goes to bed, he's going to try and talk to Tamora, so I, I wouldn't be asleep yet. Chest just looks over and sees Funky, and he's like, mm. Hey, Funky. Yeah. Uh, and grabs his bag and starts rummaging through, looking for um, any sort of rations, which I assume I have. What are you What are you doing there, Chest? Oh, I'm just I'm just hungry. You see him toss out a couple of joints from that rock that he hung out with. <laughs> oh. Uh, and then I don't know, Tyler. Do we have rations? Yeah, we should. Yeah, I'd say you have a few days worth of rations, but you you've basically been fed everywhere since Pesopt. Oh, okay. So this is the first time that you haven't been. Yeah, okay. So then Chess starts just snacking down on whatever rations he's got then. Now that you mention it, Chess, I'm a bit hungry too. Do you mind if I have a little bit of that? I'll pay, I'll get you back next time. I think I've got some in my bag too. You want my rations, even though you have rations in your bag? Uh, all right, yeah, that, I'll just get my own, I guess. I'm going to dig out my own rations and start eating them. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just curious is all. Just making sure. I don't know. I, okay. <laughs> Wasn't really thinking about it that way, but yeah. Just shru- shrugs and hands him a whatever this food is. No, no, it's fine. <laughs> I'm gonna dig out my own rations from my, from my thing after being called out. <laughs> I'm gonna sit there and eat some rations with chest. All right. I'm going into a trance then because I'm still hurt. <laughs> I just want to rest. Cool. I'm just trancing in the corner. Yeah. After I finish eating, uh, I'm gonna. Just kind of find a quiet corner of the tent or the snuggle hut and just kind of try and talk to Tamora. Say something like, hey, hey, girl. Hi, girl. Back in the, <laughs> back there in the, in fight town. I, I assume that was you that helped me out or helped Tarka. No, who was it that? Yeah, Tarka. Helped Tarka out. I assume that was you that helped out Rauric when he was saber tooth snack. Thank, thank you. I, I appreciate it. It's nice. Keep up that that good good magic works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody say something back to him. Claire is really not okay with this awkward silence. I bet it awkward silences. <laughs> oh, no problem. Everything's fine. I am great with awkward silences. You feel like a light tingle up the back of your neck, but okay, that's about all. Well, regardless, thank you. If everyone else is asleep, then I'll probably stay awake for a while to see if I can keep an eye on the Beulet. Um, as long as the Beulet's alone, I'll probably try and stay awake. But eventually, I'll, I guess I'll probably go to sleep or try and get swap out with someone. Ch- yeah, um, I mean, Chess would go to bed after eating, although I'm 
Assuming there's a reason that <laughs> Tyler woke him up to eat. Well, I mean, you hadn't eaten yet. <laughs> sure, but... You can do a survival check while you're eating if you want to. I guess. <laughs> if you want to. God, somebody roll some damn dice. <laughs> I don't know. Five, I think. Oh, okay. you're in the mountains. <laughs> so you do see a bunch of... Or you hear a lot of different monsters as you're awake and eating and the other... And two of the others are tranced or sleeping. You see, you hear more creatures just kind of running through the night. And it doesn't feel normal to you. Funky, you can do a survival check as well. Natural one. (laughs) (laughs) So, that makes it a five. I regret going to bed. Alright, so yeah, you are just really focused on your prayer. And um, as well as just eating your rations, you hunger too. Okay. Well, Chest, I guess, wouldn't necessarily go right back to bed if it doesn't feel quite right to him. He would just be, he would kind of like scooch over to the edge and kind of take a look out and be like, what's going on out there? Is this, is this like, he's been through this area when he was younger, right? Yeah, this was the way, I mean, you've been through this area twice. So on the way to go be trained and on the way back to fight town. And I, and this, I don't remember it being like this weird you remember one or two monsters that you came across, but you're now starting with the ones that you fought and the ones that you're starting to hear, it's getting into the 20s. Okay. Yikes. Just uh, kind of brow furrows a little bit and it's just like, huh, whale, huh, okay. And he lays back down, but for once doesn't immediately go back to sleep. Yeah. He's, he's kind of got these, um, you know, he's trying to sleep, but he's got this nagging thought at the back of his head that something... Something is wrong. Okay. Are either of you waking anybody up when you go to sleep, or are you just going to go? Yeah, y'all guys want to wake up the muscle? Um, yeah, I'm going to wake... Before I go to sleep, I'm going to probably try and wake up Railroad first. Or probably Pip, actually, because I know Railroad took a took a beat down. Let's see if Pip can uh, take over for me when I get tired. If I if I do a watch, do I still get my hit points back? From Yeah. Yeah, okay. So I get woken up in the middle of the night. And I only have to transfer four hours, so... Either way. So you can do one of you or the pair of you? Um, I'm a, I just wake up. I, I would only wake up Pip. Um, I'm gonna let Rower sleep. I don't know how elves work, so... <laughs> <laughs> Pip gets pipped up. Why? We're in Snuggle Hut. Yeah, I know. There's... You know, that pilot was angry. And I would prefer not to just have the bubble go... And then, you know, wake up with it chomping on my leg like it was chomping on our spot. Also, I really don't want to get teabagged, and it clearly has that in mind. I mean, it climbed on top of the snuggle hut. So. <laughs> I, I, I'm up. Okay. I'm up. Fine. I'm up. Ugh, neat. And please don't teabag me now that I put that in your head. I would not do that. Thanks. Okay, Pip's up by himself. Just sort of looking at his sleepy friends, thinking to himself, <laughs> the only Beulah that he knows is a friend of his mom's, and she wore really red lipstick and looked very fancy, and I don't think that's what we're dealing with, so. <laughs> <laughs> I really Beulah, is. Beulah is an old lady name, isn't it? She is, but man, she's a fancy lady. Anyway. <laughs> Her and old man get along real well. Right. Fancy ball gowns. Okay, so Pip's up and watching and investigating? I don't know. Give a perception check. Okay. 
13 plus 2. 15. Okay, so it's a, the animals are a bit off to the distance. You'd still hear them. Uh, give us a survival check. When you say animals, do you mean like... Or monsters. The creatures. Tiger? Like, do I know? I don't want to you, know. It, it's like an all-encompassing monsters. You have no idea really what it is. 17 plus 2 is 19. Okay. So you think back to your fight, and you think back to just the directional hearing, that all of these are traveling from the north to the south. And we're traveling north. Traveling east. Well, we are in the south. Right. We are in the mountains. And we are going east. They're heading towards the water? Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Do you feel more like they're heading away? Away from Devodem? That's a long ways away. Oh. Uh, So if you look at the map, you're in the south in the Stone Mountain Range. Or Sharp Mountain Range. I don't know what's scary in north. So north of us is like Garshide and Stanholt. What? Garshide's the continent? What are you talking about? Oh, sorry, 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 not Garshide. Let's think of the other one. Like, north of the Sharp Mountain Range is a whole bunch of nothing. Like, it's like a field. North of you. Swamp Town. But the point is, like... So you're likely to... Yeah, so all those towns that you've been to are days and days travel away. Yeah. So it doesn't make sense that they're running from there. So, but if they're traveling... But directly north of you is the mountain range that you decided to go not travel, not go over. Oh, I see. Oh, man. I bet a very high keg's up there doing some F-U-L cultist summoning bullshit. And they're trying to... GTFO. <laughs> so, we... Okay. That's troubling. Okay. Pip does not know what to do with this information. <laughs> Relic is coming out of his trance. No. And Pip... Uh, as... <laughs> Let me let me set this scene up for you. What's going on? Roderick, how do you, how do you trance? I imagine you're sitting cross legged and looking like a fucking creep. Is that oh, right? Definitely <laughs> creep. No, I feel like it's a standing thing. Okay. I've, I've always pictured it standing, like just in a corner, just Um, so while so while Ralric has been standing in his trance, Pip has gotten bored and has like piled up rucksacks. So that he is standing at eye level. I've been traveling with Ralric for a little while. I know about what time he comes out of his trance. And Pip is standing eye to eye with Ralric as his irises meet with Pip's. <laughs> hey, Pip. So my, my eyes are, I think my eyes are open during this trance. I'm just somewhere else. I know I'm coming to. I'm like, Ugh. Pip. Hi. Why so close? Something's not right. Um, what's going on? Personal space. <laughs> I know we're in a bubble, but you're in my bubble. I know, but I'm awake and alone, and something's not right. What? What? What's not right? Well, there's a bunch of sounds, and I'm not from here, but um, they're not great, and they're. I think the monsters are scared of something that's north of us, and they're traveling south, it seems, and they're either going to something or running from something. In either way, <laughs> I don't have enough information. Well, let's have a listen, shall we? You're better at knowing this stuff. So, should I do a check of some sort? Sure, perception it. Yeah, let's do that, shall we? 19. I better know something. Yeah, so you're able to pick up on what Pip's hearing. You also kind of see the, the same thing with him pointing out that it's going from north to south, but it's dark out. You can't really 
there's nothing else that you can really perceive other than those sounds. Okay. Pip, I hear what you hear. <laughs> and I know nothing more. <laughs> <laughs> now what? Acknowledged. <laughs> Is it a sound? A sound coming in the night? Cool, cool, cool. Want to play some Pog? We don't have any. I just always ask this when we are stuck on watch together. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Funky, while you are asleep, you feel your... I feel the, the dagger vibrate. <laughs> oh, god damn it. <laughs> on <again>. chest. <laughs> you feel uh, that the prayer that you did to Taimora had some sort of effect and acknowledgement. And your vision goes back to the battle yesterday when Ratherick was on the ground unconscious with the bullet right next to him. And you had to pick him up and you had to run away and risk those opportunity attacks from the monster. But this time you just see the flicking of a coin across the vision. And instead you grab Ratherick and you do this new spell called Dimension Door. And you take it, him and you fly away or not fly but you teleport essentially away from oh, shit. Uh, where he was before making your retreat a little safer oh shit that's fancy Funky says in his brain <laughs> <laughs> Funky did you say something are you talking to someone you just see Funky sleeping licking his lips <laughs> chewing on something mm. and Roloric looks up at you and he goes kiss me and then you wake up <laughs> <laughs> I, I gotta, I gotta step out of the, out of the hut for a bit. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I step out and take, take a breath of fresh air. Probably, probably take a pee. Run into a werebear pooping every time. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so it's morning. You all wake up. Okay, you are all level seven. All right, Ooh, level seven. seven. Guys, I'm feeling good. I feel like 18% better than yesterday. Can you guys see my hit points? Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, I feel extra religious this morning. Actually, Rory might be able to later on. (laughs) Chest chest stares at Ralric for for, uh, one hour. (laughs) Tell me, does Ralric have less hit points than me? Well, I think it's one minute. Oh, it's only one minute. I thought it was one hour. Yeah, I think you're and right. And I feel like it's it's not uncommon for uh, Chess to stare at Ralric for an entire minute at a time. No, a minute, yeah, a minute's not, it's not that much. Yeah. So if I spend a minute studying someone, I get to know information about them. So, Tyler, anytime there's one minute that Chess isn't doing something, he's staring at his friends, <laughs> learning literally every stat about them. Nice. Oh, fancy. Uh, hey, Pip's about the same. Do you care about any other stat besides strength, though? <laughs> Hit points, I guess. You're beating all of them in both. Yes! Chest is feeling very, very confident. Despite going down yesterday, which sort of shook him, he's waking up feeling a lot stronger and like, no, 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 I'm the strongest. Yeah, I'm the, I'm the strongest. And then he's, I can hold a can of paint with my wiener. Like, and <laughs> exactly. <laughs> What are the physics of that? Before he'd always sort of felt like stronger than others, just kind of like as a feeling. But now he's looking at others and he like knows he's stronger than him. And this is kind of a new feeling. It's like some sort of growth opportunity ability that he had, (laughs) you know? Steroids? God complex. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, it's called Know Your Enemy. 
Uh, and now I have it. <laughs> now, now you know your enemy. Also, when Chess was sleeping, he remembered some maneuvers that he saw his Goliath friends doing while training, and now he knows those from sleep memories. You know what? That's a good. That's good story continuity right there. I like that one. That's like. <laughs> No, kicking it with your tribe and watching them be Goliaths, and now you're like, oh yeah, I forgot my roots. Back to the roots. Also, chest muscles are bigger. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's going to talk to Tamora again and just be like, hey girl, thanks for that dream. That was real nice. <laughs> I really, <laughs> liked, really liked the end of it. Could we do more of that? I hope, I hope that's a premonition of what's to Wait, come. Wait, funky, funky, what, what dream are you talking about? So, oh, t- Tamora showed me something... <laughs> I needed to see. It would have been a little bit more. Yeah, it would have been a little more helpful when you uh, fell down than just um, dragging you away from everything. Cool. But then Ralric leans in for a kiss. <laughs> I keep that part <laughs> secret for now. Oh, no. It'll take a it'll take a few uh, a few ales before Funky lets that know. <laughs> All right, so you pack up and continue on. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm assuming the beerlet isn't still near us eating us right now no it, it left <laughs> yeah okay after it got the saber tooth tiger arm yeah chess chess would go out in the morning for his his regular stretches then and be kind of looking around because he remembers that weird feeling last night but before we go I- pip would also be really ca- like cautiously uh listening for north to south travel and anomalous animal sounds and absolutely not working out no doing none of that but just like trying to survey and figure out what's happening okay but before we go out uh i'm gonna try and take a take some of the saber teeth because i don't know we've fought some fucking cats with big teeth that's (laughs) kind of a cool thing right i feel like chess would be on board with this hold on let me take a note of this yeah chess wouldn't really give it a second look funky practices dentistry (laughs) so yeah just try and pull out a couple teeth and if any of them come out whole then i pass them to us to the group like hey we fought some we we almost died from some big cats let's take their teeth just would yeah just would look over and just be like oh yeah that's a good idea funky we use those a lot up in the range for uh making weapons give a straight dexterity check straight dexterity yeah actually survival oh that's better than uh 21 jeepers okay you're able to cleanly take out three of the teeth the other one was mangled by the bulette when he tore apart the corpse well i got three i grab one and stuff it in my bag of holding i hold out the other two and say who wants it teeth no no one uh chest chest looks at everyone he's like oh y'all should y'all should each get one of those i already got a bunch when i was younger okay okay all right i'll add it to my dragon tooth situation i don't know I feel like a badass because it's a big tooth from a big cat that almost ate two of our buds. <laughs> cool. Thank you. All right. I accept. I assume, Funky, you've already mouth cleaned this like you do with your rocks. Yeah, same, same thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. Just, uh, I mean, it's basically a rock, right? I specifically pulled from the one that chomped on Rowrick. Mm-hmm. I feel like this tooth is terrifyingly large in Pip's, uh, quote, cookie hand. And so, <laughs> he just doesn't know what to do about this, but uh, puts it in his rucksack. I mean, I could also just keep him in my, my holding bag for you, but I figured it was, I don't know, handing it out. No, I'll figure out a way to turn it into an instrument. It might make a good, like, um, ocarina or something. I don't yeah, know. <laughs> that sounds cool. Fancy. If you figure it out, maybe I'll have you do something like that to mine too, Pip. 
as I touch my beard. <laughs> beard. All right. So what's the marching order? Uh, chest would. Chest is feeling confident again, so he'd be going out front. Um, I'd probably go to the back then. I think Pip would actually be right behind Chest, closer to the front than normal, to kind of poke at him and say, something's wrong here. I'm scared. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'll follow along with Pip. Funky bringing up the rear. Trying to watch behind us to make sure nothing's following us. Chest would hear, like, um, Pip say that and be like, is this just normal Pip scaredness, or is this, like, different Pip scaredness? No, it's different. I did two rolls to figure out something was weird. I think something's weird. <laughs> what do you mean? I don't I don't know. It just seems like there's a lot of animal chatter and monster movement and everything seems to be unidirectional, which I, I feel like is weird. Is you I feel like nor- normally animals Does that mean like is that those people that had their testicles cut off? Whoops, nope. Those aren't nope. Unis? They seem to be going from over there to over there. Oh, yeah. I kind of got that feeling last night, too. That's not regular animal hunting. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I mean, I've been on some hunts, and normally they're... I mean, there's a lot more animals here than I'm used to, that's for sure. I mean, usually there's only, like, you don't run into many at all. The fact that we saw as many as we did yesterday, plus I, I heard a bunch last night as well. I, would Chests have any idea what's going on or if this is some sort of event he's heard about? Like, you know, a migration that happens once in a while? Um, give a history check. History! Twelve. Um, you go back and you rack your brain and you try to think of where you've heard of this many animals or monsters moving through this area before and no, um... No significant stories come to mind. Okay. Hey, Tyler, I think I know how this game is played now. If we put a rock in Chess's mouth, does he know more? Always. I mean, it might be <laughs> kind of sharp. Ow, ow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chess is like sort of thinking about it. He's like, I mean, I never never heard about anything like this where animals kind of, you know, move around just like this. I don't know, Pip. Keep keep an eye out. Something, something weird is going on for sure, though. Are we on the fast trail or the safe trail? The trail. We're on, yeah, <laughs> the trail. Oh, I thought one direction was fast and one direction was safe. No, I think one was east and one was west. Well, I know, well, yeah. <laughs> but... And the not safe was north. Not right. safe was north. East is still kind of not safe. We just got to stay on it. Can't we double time? Isn't there a way to do- double time in this, but then we lose some sort of looking ability? Yeah. Maybe you, that's only with horses. You lose negative five. Oh, bells. To your kind of perception. No, perception. Survival rules. Okay. I mean, chest. yeah, chest is just trying to keep us moving then. And he's sort of paying close attention because it feels very weird. Okay. So you keep moving along through the wilderness. You notice that as you're moving east, there are a lot of tracks uh, going the same direction as you expected, north to south. But... They start thinning out as you continue along, and they thin out pretty quickly after probably two miles or so. And the air starts to get warmer, the snow starts to, th- to thin out to just normal rock. There aren't any real monsters that you see looking around. You, d- you don't really see much around other than rock, grass, almost as if whatever happened just was in a very concentrated area. Word of it. Good. <laughs> All right. Huh. Just, <laughs> I feel like metagame perspective there's something interesting back there we should investigate <laughs> but 
But in Pip's perspective, he's happy to not feel creeped out. Yeah, I don't think I've noticed enough, really, funky or to have any sort of interest in going back. I saw I was barely able to figure out what animals were going in a direction. I think. Also, from the perspective of survival mode, Pip realizes that he had to cast a spell that took, you know, in-game relatively long to cast, and it just barely saved us. He is very happy to be as far away from Bulets, where Bulets exists, as possible, so... Okay. I don't know if you have a reason to want to go back, but... No, I'm excited to be away since, you know, (laughs) it died and (laughs) killed me. Yeah. Should we should we watch Tyler burn those pages of notes, or is that <laughs> weird? <laughs> yeah, Tyler, can we take a few minutes while you burn those? Who says I have any notes? Oh, for? I see oh. a single tear. <laughs> oh yeah. If only the viewers could see all the tears streaming down Tyler. Guys, I'm not crying. What are you telling them? I'm that? not but, crying. Let the record show. Tyler's on mute right now and crying. <laughs> I'm not on mute. You can hear me. Uh, he's he's putting that in after the fact. That's post-processing. Yeah, pre-recorded. How did you know that? <laughs> if, if I was muted in the Because I knew you are going to do it. Shut yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, let's. I mean, let's keep rolling then, I guess. Head- Where's my flute? All right, so you continue on and it will... Evening uh, begins to fall again. You just know that you'll likely arrive at Rivertown within the next day so tomorrow you'll this tracks with goliath naming convention (laughs) uh yeah chess so chess would pass the don he'd be like all right y'all we're getting close we ought to get to rivertown by tomorrow is that where you did your training yeah rivertown's where the the younger goliaths head down to um you know they they fight against some of those things coming up the river it's called Rivertown because um, it's a it's a town that is right on the river, so 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 we figured we'd call it Rivertown. That makes it that makes a ton of sense. That's the mythology behind that town. That's the mythology. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, actually, that makes that makes a lot of sense. Actually, chest. Uh, chest. Be- in the context of your memories of this place, are you going down there to like train and kill monsters? Are we gonna be safe if we're on the banks, like to camp in this place? Oh yeah, we'll be. I mean, we'll be real safe. They they got the um, instructors down there, and there should be some other guys down there training. Um, are they are they gonna be sassy at you because you were uh, an exiled? Well, uh, I'm sure it'll be fine. Duh. You know. I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah, insight? Did they know you were exiled? <laughs> um, you know, it, uh, who, who knows, uh, Rowler? They may or may not know. I'm sure they don't care. They're, uh, they just care about strength, and they'll see I'm strong, so. Tyler might know. <laughs> Chess would also say, like, uh, you know, the, the two, the two uh, instructors down there are pretty, you know, they're pretty, pretty legendary. Um, so I'll, I'll introduce you if they're still, if they're still doing the training. I didn't see them in town, so they must still be down there. Were you buds with them like you were with Maddie? Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, Sanders, Sanders and Teak. They're real good. They, uh, they took good care of me because, uh, well, my, my parents weren't around. So, uh, you know, I liked, I liked hanging out with them and they, they, uh, they taught me a whole lot. Did, did Teak have dreams of retiring and 
selling old furniture. That could be called Teak's Antiques. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't know where you got that from, Pip, but... Just Pip's dreams. No, Teak, Teak had kind of like, I don't know, a, a gift for reading, reading rocks real well, you know? Uh, only from Funky. And you, I guess. We, we have a vastly different uh, way that we read rocks. Uh, my, my way makes sense. Well, I mean, <laughs> you know, my way works too, so. Yeah, I, I, I guess that's true. I mean, we made it out alive, so that, that's good. Thank, thanks, yeah. Jess. <laughs> hey, ain't no thing. <laughs> uh, nap time? Is it, is it, is it night? Yeah, night two. Yeah. yeah. Eventually Chest gets says, night. Chest is looking at Pip kind of like, Where, where's my hut? Where's my snuggle hut? Oh. I'm um, getting sleepy. Boink. It's up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting real sleepy. All right. Just uh, crawls in and... It's a soft, dusty rose color tonight. Mm. I don't know what dusty rose means. Nice. It's kind of like burnt wine sauce. That's... If we're if you're looking at paint chips. <laughs> That's not a real thing. <laughs> well, uh, thanks, Pip. You always keep this thing fancy, too. All right. I hand I hand everyone warmed hot towels, uh, <laughs> which I've just it's not in the spell specifically, but I think I'm like a non level seven, so I'm pretty sure that comes with the the upgrade. So yeah, butler skills. Ch- yeah, chest is like man, I am loving this snuggle hut. I don't know if I can go back to non snuggle huts. Nah, honey, we're glamping now. <laughs> glamping. <laughs> Now, could you do it in the back of a cart? Unclear. <laughs> Don't say why not. Uh, Funky's gonna once again before he goes to bed. Hey, girl, keep those nice, <laughs> keep those nice dreams going. <laughs> Can I have another Ralric one, please? Miss you. <laughs> <laughs> if Pip were awake to hear that, which he is not, he is like snuggled up and gone to sleep. He would be like, "You can't keep talking to your god that way. That's not how you talk to a god." <laughs> I don't know. That's how, how Funky talks to his. I'm new to this whole talking to them thing. It, you know, Mask didn't really talk to me a whole lot. Looking back, I guess it should have been probably a warning sign. But <laughs> hey, live and learn. <laughs> so are we all in hibernative naptosis except for Funky, who's talking to Tai uh, Tai? Uh, yeah, so I, I guess I talked to her. And then uh, we didn't really agree about watch or anything, so I'd probably just go to bed and... It's a pretty sna- safe snuggle hut. We're feeling safe. <laughs> okay. Nothing eventful happens during the nighttime. And you wake up and get ready to head towards River Town. Chest is kind of like got a skip in his step today. Seems a little excited. Alright. But he he's walking he's he's leading y'all there. Uh, I'm taking up the rear again. Yeah, Pip's a little bit more relaxed, uh, that we're out of the whatever that weird zone of animal discord that we just left for and, and sees that Pip seems happy and is is okay with it. Can we do like a two and two instead of a four and a line? I don't know if that gains us anything, but <laughs> just, be in a clump. Just friendship. Be in a clump instead of a line. We could all hold hands mm. and skip. You're starting to, as you're going east, it's getting warmer and your, your shirts that you've been wearing are starting to feel a bit hot. Sheep shirts. Oh, man. Uh, Better pop this off. I just start popping it off. 
just rips it off by flexing. Oh, shit, no. <laughs> Do not mistake this for not being appreciative of my sheep shirt. Pet loved his sheep shirt, but he did miss his fancy boy clothes and is happy that it's cool enough that he gets to slip back in, into his finery. I think all we've got left is red robes, right? Pip always has fancy boy clothes. Uh, the only thing Funky's got left is a red robe. I think you threw... Oh, you, you had what you were wearing before. Yes, I thought uh, Funky threw that away. Yeah, but, <laughs> oh, yeah, so I might have nothing. Because I think, didn't we stuff all our clothes in the... We we had an abundance of red robes and other robes, so there is something for uh, Funky to cover his uh, Funky. Well, <laughs> I thought that was just my beard. Uh, yeah, I throw on whatever's available that is uh, more yeah, comfortable you... for the conditions. You have four red robes that you could clothe yourself in right now. You still had your old gear that you picked up from Devodem. It was just that once you arrived in the mountains, it was such a temperature that you you would have been penalized somehow. So And also you you were wearing clothes before we got a red robe. Yeah. Don't think you throw those away. Cool. Yeah, so I'm I'm wearing what I've got. Probably probably just my chain shirt hanging down past my dangles. <laughs> and nothing on your legs? And, no, it's like a skirt. I got the robe. I got the eyeball robe over top. I guess so. I feel like your legs slash everything <laughs> down there is is a definite weak point. I don't know. In your I'm pretty tactical situation. <laughs> uh, tactical, tactical box. <laughs> I don't know. I'm short. I feel like I feel like my chain shirt probably hangs down to my knees. It gives me a nice breeze on my my downstairs mix up. Tyler, I'm real excited about this map because I think I've just realized that Sanders and Teak live together. What are we dealing with there? <laughs> um, so you head east around New Time, you make it to Rivertown, and you notice that this place is a lot more lively than Fight Town was. Often in Fight Town, uh, people tended to seem more gloomy or more down, and there was just a lot more conflict and uneasiness. Uh, that you felt within the air. But here, you see a bunch of younger Goliaths running around, battling each other in fight pits. You see towards the back, there are some tents, or towards the, the south, there are tents where chests would remember that was where the kids would sleep. And south of that, uh, th that set of tents is the rock-throwing pit to see how far you could actually throw rocks. Um, and chest can kind of give you a tour as you, as you arrive, and nobody pays much attention to you. Uh, Chest walks in and he's just looking real excited and he's like, "Oh, fellas, I um, it's just like I remember it." All right, so uh, here's the big fight pit. Uh, you'll see it's 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 a real nice fight pit. Um, there's some smaller ones over there for you know the less exciting events. And there's the bandstand and that that over there is the kitchen and that's the shoot. There's the river. You can see the river there and. There's all some... Oh, yeah, they got some monsters trapped there over by the river. You see that? Yeah, okay. And you, he's just going on, like, too quick, really, for anyone to follow. Just pointing, like, from thing to thing in the uh, in the town. And as you're walking up, you see Goliath male with a short mohawk. He has gray eyes. And you remember that he has a bunch of circle, circular tattoos. Tiny, tiny circles. And for every Goliath that survived and passed kind of the training, the circle is filled in. And for the ones that did not, the circle is just left open. There are far more dark circles than open ones. And he's kind of walking towards you as is a female Goliath who has her hair tied up in a bun. Uh, she has piercings all along her ears. 
and kind of a, a very short mouse-like nose and a warm smile. And she walks up to you and she's like, Chest, it's so good to see you. Chest like runs up and gives her a big old bear hug. And she gives you a big hug back and Sanders jumps in as well. He's just like, Teak, Sanders, oh man, man, it's been a long time. How are you guys doing? Uh, we've been we've been doing great, Chest. Uh, just been training like normal. And Sanders says, "Yeah, uh, we've been we've been training all these people out here like we normally been. Get, got a good lot out here this time, I think." Oh, that's good. Where where's uh where's your best one? Show me your best one. Uh, well, this this here's a bunch of uh, new cats. Um, we we do have the the Proctors, you know, that have made their way up and. You remember that there's different tent sections, so there's three different tent sections. The Green River section, the Blue Mountain section, and the Red Air section. There are two people that bunk per tent, and after it's almost like a, a cohort comes together. Mm-hmm. So all everyone sends their people here together. Everyone from the same town kind of groups in the same section, mm-hmm. and the one best person from each section towards the end becomes a proctor for the next kids, and they're seen as like they could potentially be leaders. Okay. And you remember that Tarka was the one that was a proctor. Oh, okay. Oh, Tarka was Chess's proctor? She was in his cohort, so she was the proctor of the next group. Wait, so was was Chess ever a proctor? No. No, he didn't take... So if you notice, there's also the bandstand and these different things. He really focused on fighting, and the proctors focused on... Were the people that were all-encompassing of everything, so they learned how to play instruments... They did yoga and actually knew how to stretch out well. <laughs> um, whereas Chess kind of focused on the rock throwing and the fighting. I mean, it's fair. But also, how good is Tarka, right? Oh, yeah, Tarka's great. She's very good. <laughs> Chess would be kind of scanning around looking for the biggest Goliath uh, over by the Proctor tents, I guess. Okay. You do see one Proctor that's kind of yelling at a bunch of the other kids at the rock throwing pit yelling at their form trying to get them to throw properly i stare a, a, I, pro, a proper discus throw. i stare for one minute at that goliath <laughs> what do you want to know <laughs> just wants to know wait do i get one or two stats you get two okay strength and con both lower than you both lower yes yeah chest is looking at that uh one student the one proctor and it's just like yeah i, I could take him I could take him, sort of saying quietly, and and then otherwise it's just like, oh, excuse me, I, 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 so rude. Uh, this is these are my friends here. We've been uh, we were just up in in Fight Town, cleaning up the cags messes, and uh, now we're heading heading east over to Pesach. And you hear Sanders say, "Yeah, I remember the first time I learned that trick, knowing that I was stronger than everybody else. Pretty nice feeling, isn't it?" <laughs> just. Just sort of looks a little bit embarrassed for a second, but then he's like, he's like, wait, what, what do you mean? You learned this too? Yeah. Still can tell that you're weaker than me. Just stares at him for one minute. <laughs> 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 Fucking Sanders. Your strength and con are lower than his. Damn it! He's an old man. Just, uh, Chest is just like staring at him. He's like, you know, Sanders, you, you guys always were so impressive. Yeah. I, I think I'm getting closer, though. One of these days, I'll, I'll pass you, and I'll be stronger. Yeah, I'm just, uh, you know, when you spend every day of your life training, you're going to end up pretty strong. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I've been training a lot. Uh, you can ask these fellas here. I'm, I'm pretty darn strong. 
I, I beat up uh, beat up lo- Lokag. That was that felt pretty good. That's that's pretty. Uh, kind of expect that, but he's kind of a weak little guy. Yeah, he wasn't. Uh, I mean, he wasn't much. I'll be honest. Uh, it wasn't much of a fight. Maybe maybe you got someone around here that can put up more of a fight. But uh, anyway, I you know we can we can get to that a bit later. Um, my friend. You see a little Goliath run up to you real quick. Uh, okay. And he he has messy hair and he's really tubby and short and he just stares up up at you. Our shorts really short. <laughs> Uh, he's like four feet tall, so he's still taller than you. Fuck, Pip is doing his best to like puff up, puff. It's not good. Chess looks down. He's just like, well, uh, hey there, little guy. What's going on? I ate the red berries. (laughs) (laughs) It tastes like my face is up older. (laughs) (laughs) And he just runs away. That kid knows the snozberries taste like snozberries. Chess just like, huh, and looks over and he's like, that one ain't gonna make it, is he? <laughs> Teak, Teak is just like, now, now, Chess. You know, even Bird Turd has a chance, okay? <laughs> Please tell me how he got his name. Chess. <laughs> Did he meet Dolpa? And you, you see about 20 feet away from you as he's running away. You just hear, ow! And you see him wiping some yes. poop from his head. <laughs> Every time! <laughs> I have a friend I would like you to meet. Just, uh, just, just sort of shaking his head. He's like, well, I hope you got some better ones than that. Um, hey, y- y'all mind if we, uh, we crash here tonight? Of course, Chess, anytime. You can, you can come hang out here anytime. We have the guest tent. And you, you remember that normally when parents or tribes might be shepherding, the kids who aren't prepared yet, they'll stay in the tent, the guest tent, before they go home. Okay. Yeah, just uh, just like ah, oh, thanks so much, guys. Hey, you should uh, give my friends here a little bit of a challenge if you if you think you can find one that they're up for. He's gonna to winks and then starts walking towards one of the fight pits. She starts to to look around and she she's like, uh, I don't really know because the these are like I said the first. Like they just came in, so that there's no real pecking order. She, she means chess means like give my friends a challenge of like those monsters. Sorry, that are caged up over there. Got you. Um, so so she starts looking around, and then all of a sudden hears one of the kids yell, "Catapult time! <laughs> catapult time! Catapult time! Catapult time! Catapult time!" Chess yells, "Catapult time!" <laughs> <laughs> And everybody starts running over to the catapult, and you see this chest. You you see this animal hide that you know uh, to grab and get ready. An so, animal hide? Yeah, to stretch out. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> chest chest grabs it, and then all the other kids around grab the the hide as well, and kind of start moving forward and moving back. And you look across the river, and you see there's a catapult also on the other side, and you hear ready, and then any one of you or chest you you would know to yell back. Just, just yells, ready! And you see this this little ball of a person flying through the air as the catapult gets launched. And you all are holding out the animal hide, kind of moving <laughs> forward and backward, and then getting ready. And you do eventually catch him, because you're so used to this. And you see this little dwarf that's about two feet tall, like he, a full beard, about 40 pounds, uh, soaking wet, so very even very short and very tiny for a dwarf just kind of rolls off and just looks around. Chess picks him up by like the, 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 his shirt and sort of holds him up and just looks at him he's like, he's like, well you're a little one. Hey, 
What are you doing? Put me down. <laughs> the whole time this is happening, Pip is saying, no, 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 Doing the normal exchange. And you know that the catapults are used to trade items between the two towns. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, but does Chess know this dwarf? It's usually a dwarven child. Oh, okay. That they have to hurl across <laughs> based on based on weight. Chess is looking at me. He's like, how old are you? I'm 25. Huh, okay. And Chess, like, points him towards the funky, and he's like, you guys know each other? Hey, okay. We all just got mad at me for this not too long ago, right? With the werebears, thinking all werebears know each other. I don't know all dwarves. See? It's not just me. You put me down. Yeah, come on. Put him down. <laughs> Chess drops him. Trying to make a delivery here. <laughs> and he walks over to Sanders and You got the stuff? Sanders like, yep, I got it. And you see him take some meat and hand it over to Coriander, who's the name of the dwarf. And the dwarf hands over some ale and salt and a lantern as well. And he kind of bundles up the meat and starts to head back to the catapult. Hey. Uh, he hops in. Ready. <laughs> you guys got more ale over there? Uh, what you got to trade? Uh. He helps back down. Chest, chest, uh, chest is just like picks up Funky. He's like, Funky, here, let me do you a favor. And he puts him in the catapult. That's not good. That's, that, you got to go check the scales first, man. Yeah, I was never very good with scales. I'm just going to let uh, Teak work that out. Uh, yeah, I'm going to sit with scales. Yeah, I'm confident in my uh, my girth, so... Just in case, <laughs> Pip has retired to the office. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll step out of the catapult. So you want me to get you something? Uh, you got something to trade or what? Maybe a little bit of coin, but that's about it, really. How much you got? I don't know, how much ale you got? I, we're dwarves, what do you think? Could I get a keg? <laughs> how much did a keg run me? Uh, that's... Man, you're gonna... Uh, I won't be able to come back with that because of the weight. We'll have to launch that on its own. But, uh, yeah, let me, uh, pull that up here. <laughs> some dollars. Some dollars. Which we'll figure out at some point. While Tyler's looking this up, Hip has poked his head out of the office and looks straight up at Ralric and says, Don't use me as a conduit for trade, please. <laughs> it's okay, Pip. I'm not gonna catapult you. It does seem like fun. <laughs> I mean, if, if you wanted to. No! You do not have my consent. All right, all right, all right. I think right. I don't think I ha- I think I'm too girthy for it, but it'd be really fun to launch pit. Only consensual catapult. Got. It. We'll cap this at seven gold for a keg. Happily, give over seven gold for it, or less than that. We'll five gold. Five gold. We'll do five. I would have done seven. So I'll direct from the source. We're in the south. I'll take. Uh, I'll go with. If I'm gonna get it for cheap, I'll go for cheap. Yeah. That okay. Works. I'll give you five for five. So he takes the the gold, hops in the catapult. Ready. Okay. Chess runs over to the lever, or, or rope, or okay. whatever. And you, he, and you see Chess bullet, and Coriander just flies through the air to the other side. While he's get, as soon as it launches, Chess is like, "Woo! I love this thing!" Oh my god, I'm scared for little cilantro. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you see him flying through the air, and you look at the other side. There's a small pond, and you kind of realize that this is why there's a certain weight range that the person can be because you don't want to overshoot or undershoot because the dwarves aren't going to catch you. <laughs> and he lands directly in, in the pond. That's <laughs> why he was soaking wet. That's awesome. <laughs> and a few moments later, you hear, Catapult! Ready! I am participating in this animal skin pulling because I want to make sure that beer gets here safe and sound. Okay. So you see the, 
this is gonna travel a little bit differently than than before. We'll do a low, very low DC check. We need to roll a dice to get to the beer. As you go, as you try to get to the right location. So let's do Funky. You can do, or one of you do intelligence, and <laughs> one do dexterity. Well, that's no good. Uh, I'm get- either or. I'm, I, it- the intelligence is commanding people. Funky, what's your um, what's your dex? Uh, slightly better than my intelligence. <laughs> You're probably going to see more benefit than I will. I, I'm happy. I, I would be trying to tell people where they need to go. I'm chest. I'll give you advantage on the intelligence check if you take. Sure. It. Okay. I'll do All the right. intelligence check before. Okay. Yeah, dex. I guess. <laughs> twelve. I also got twelve. Okay. So you see it launched in the air, and Chess immediately goes that way. And he points a certain direction, and Funky's the first one to tug, and everybody kind of follows Funky's direction. And you see the keg land directly in the center oh, of the animal head. Yes. Yes. Thank Yay. you, guys. That is it. wonderful. I'm going to quickly put that keg into the bag of holding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to quickly drink all that beer. Get in there. Get in there. I feel like you are you would have to pour it in. No. It's not going to fit. I don't know. I think... I think the hole, the top hole is about the right size, right? I didn't... Yeah, I don't know. For a whole keg? I don't know. I feel like it's a pretty big sack. That's a big drawstring. It's like two feet. Was, yeah. How, how big around do you think kegs are? It's a Mary Poppins bag, and I believe... It's like two feet, I mean. I think Mary Poppins could pull a keg out of her bag. <laughs> this is very important. No, no, no. Kegs are lovely. Yeah. Too. yeah, I'd say like yeah. 15 inches. Are we talking about the, one of the little ones, the skinny Great. ones? No, I think, I'm thinking like a full size restaurant. Yeah, even those are. Yeah. yeah. 15 to 18 yeah. inches, <laughs> maybe. I'm going to defer to Tom. I'm going like two feet. I think it's less. I've been thinking about the people we've tried to put in a bag of holding, or at least talk about. Two feet about. in di- diameter is the mouth. So even if it's two feet, right. I can lube that puppy up and stuff it in there. <laughs> I'm One way or another, I'm finding I'm stuffing this keg of beer into the, into the bag of holding. Or I'm strapping it to my shoulders because okay. it's coming with me. All right, all right, let's move on, guys. <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah, it is two feet wide and four. So that's work. That works because the bag of holding is two foot diameter mouth. Huzzah! Yeah. I successfully store my beer. Yeah. So so you you don't have much space left in your bag because it's taking up a lot. <laughs> the entire fucking keg. In there. I'm good with that. <laughs> yeah, just just a bit. It's taking up a lot. It's in a whole subdimension. Yeah, it still has a limit. The Oh, wait, no, no, no. You have 64 cubic feet. Come on. In, in, in the bag. 64 cubic feet. The, the outside is 4 feet. And 500 pounds. Yeah. There we go. Cool. All right. So you got that. And then you hear one of the kids immediately yell, Rock through time! Just yells, Rock through! And you all have seen, like, somebody's going to yell something, and then everybody just immediately goes there and follows. So everybody turns and stops what they're doing, and they start running towards the rock throw pit. I'm sorry, Relic. Anytime there's a loud yell, back in the office. Fair enough. If it's easily spooked. Do you uh, ring the doorbell on the way in? <laughs> I don't. I don't. I just don't want to get trampled. Chest is chest is already running over. Okay. You you see one kid there that's or two kids there lined up ready to go, and you get in line right behind one of them, and then there's a third that gets right behind you. Um, so the first two throw. One throws it 90 feet. Or I'm just gonna multiply the roll by 10. Okay. And the other one rolls it, or throws it, about 120 feet. That's so far. I feel like a normal shot put distance is mm-hmm. like 20 feet. <laughs> Who are these monsters? Ben. You know what? We'll, we'll, we'll divide that. We'll put that in half. We'll, we'll times it by five instead of ten. Ben, what, what, you, you did Yeah, I did that right? one. I didn't pay attention to shot put. But I'd say 
Like 20 feet is probably like a good high school level at least, I would think. Hey boys, does no one want to ask me about my shot put record? Because I yeah, also tried not to really. shot put. I was yeah, very probably... good at it. I don't believe you. T-Rex arms. The larger shot putters chased me out of the shot put area. And I was scared of them <laughs> due to being a high jumper. We'll say they're throwing discus yeah, instead of shot put. Okay. For discus. Ten or five. Doesn't matter. Five times five. Okay. Sixty and forty-five. It's my turn. What am yep. I rolling? Strength? Yep, just a strength athletics. Um, I just did regular strength. Okay. We'll just keep it consistent. Thirteen. All right, so that's <laughs> sixty-five. Okay, so you throw a sixty-five, and then you see the final kid. He walks up, except give a perception check. Uh, that's a three. You see the rock. It looks kind of familiar. It's actually attached to a rope or like a leather strap. Mm-hmm. And he just starts swinging it and tosses it. Yeah. And he throws it about 140 feet. And all the other kids are like, hey, how come you can have one on the rope? Yeah, Chess looks at him and he's just like, does he does he recognize that thing that he threw? Not with just it swinging and being okay. thrown in the air, but... Chess, does Chess recognize the kid? No. He, okay. He's from a different town. Okay. Chest is just kind of eyeing him, and he's just like, he's just like, well, it's a lot easier to win when you uh, use a rope. And he, he turns to you, and he's got these two big buck buck teeth and a thick, thorough brow, and he's a bit misproportioned because he's going through growing pains. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, yeah, whatever, dweeb. Chest, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just looks at him. He's like, he's like, now, now you, uh, you might want to learn to respect your elders, fella. You might want to learn to throw farther, dweeb. And he starts walking over to his rock. Chest, uh, <laughs> Chest picks the kid up to slam him down. Uh, do any of us see this happen? Oh. <laughs> Wait. I'm teaching him lessons. <laughs> yep, I'm allowing it. <laughs> Chest rolls to assault a, mi- a minor? Absolutely. Mmm, uh, okay. Does he get advantage because it's a child? Go for a strength check. Strength catch. Uh, that's a 16. Okay, so you beat him, so you're able to grab him. Okay, and I just do a nice, like, body slam. <laughs> okay. And he just kind of rolls away, and he's like, Oh, who's this big weirdo coming in here? He starts to walk over to his rock. Big jerk. Chess looks at me, he's like, Listen, kid, I'm just trying to teach you some, uh... Some respect, buddy. Some manners. Yeah, why don't you go back where you came from? Just says, well, I just came where I came from. Yeah, go back. And then stops stops for a second and looks, thinks real hard about what he said. <laughs> it's like, which is fight town. He goes and he grabs the rock and he starts to bring it back and you can do a perception check again. Or investigation. <laughs> In either case, it's a two or a three. <laughs> This is looking familiar to you, but he just keeps swinging around, and you're, like, wanting to actually see... Like, there's something going on in your mind, but he's just swinging around, so it's hard to really see what it looks like. Chess says, hey, listen, kid, why don't you throw a real real rock, and I'll I'll hold this uh, cheetah rock that you got. And he says, it's not a cheetah rock, and he just stands right next to you, and he stops wheeling it, and you look at it again, and you notice the rock is very familiar to you. It is the... 
This looks to be the bola that your mother created, except it's half of it. So when you're young, she, you and Quadster were fighting over a rock, and she grabbed the rock and she ripped it in half and gave you each a piece. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when you got older and didn't care about it, she turned it into a uh, bola. And, but, and this this only has one rock on it? Or yeah, one this half? this has one half. Yeah. The rock? So just, can we just clarify? Chess has no idea who this humanoid boy is. This Goliath boy does not recognize mm-hmm. the boy. Does recognize mm-hmm. half a rock. Mm-hmm. Goliath. I don't see what the problem is. As a dwarf, I can respect that decision. Ah. <laughs> Chess looks at him and he's like, Kid, where'd you get that rock? None of your business, dweeb. Why don't you body slam me again? Chess body slams him again. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> Give another short check. 18. Okay, this time he's able to slip out right as you, you try to grab him and he starts walking away. Uh, Sanders, Teak, this guy's being bullying me. I'm just trying to play rock throw. Just, just doesn't pay much mind to him and just grabs, grabs him like again, but this time more forcefully. Okay, give a strength check. I'm gonna keep doing this until this kid learns to respect. Nat 20, 25. Okay. Getting well, abusive. You are able to grab him because he rolled a nat one. <laughs> you, uh, what do you do with him? I, uh, I get him into like a grapple hold. Okay. And you see a lot of the other Goliaths are uh, starting to look for weapons. <laughs> they don't know who you are. You came in out of here from nowhere, and you just started slamming this guy on the ground. <laughs> yeah, you're just full-grown man beating up on a teen. This is getting strange. Yeah, uh, it's fine. Chess looks around, and he's just like, he sighs, and he's like, in the, he's like, listen, kid. He yells, he's like, it's all right, it's all right. I'm from Fight Town. And, uh... He looks at the kid and he's like, "Listen, where? Just tell me where you got that that rock." And he looks at you and he says, "I'll do you one better. How about we do a trade?" That's not one better. That's definitely worse than just telling me where you got that rock. All right, then you're not gonna know anything. All right, kid, what do you want? He starts looking you up and down, and he sees like a bunch of different weapons on you. And he looks at your two hand axes. And he says, I want a hand axe. I'll give you the rock if you give me a hand axe. Fuck, man, you throw those away. I've been on the receiving side of those hand axes. Let's get those things out of here. Chest, uh... <laughs> chest, uh... Chest looks at him and he's like... Shrugs, he's like, sure. You can have a hand axe and he... Is there any targets around? The boy. <laughs> Please say there are yes. Trees around. There are trees around. All right. Well, Chess looks at a tree and finds a spot that is like like a, you know, a, a, a burl or something like that where mm-hmm. something he can aim at. And he's just like, he's like, you can have the hand axe and takes it and throws it at the burl. And he says, now I want the other one. Just, uh... And you can hand it to me this time, please. Just smacks him in the head and then tosses the other one on the floor, on the ground. Winds up and starts to walk away. Winds up? Winds up the bola. What do you mean? Like he runs... Oh, wind- like he I see. Sorry. Up. Yeah, okay. It's like, stop being so aggressive, man. You're being such a dick. Just sighs and he's just like... He's like, listen, kid, what town are you from? He's just really... You pissed him off so much by slamming him and embarrassing him in front of everybody and then just not handing the axe to him. That he backs up and he throws it at the river. What, the bola? Yeah. Like, does it go in the river? Uh, it does. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> this kid sucks. It was <laughs> brought on by you. Yeah, that's fair. Chest sighs and he's just like... He, and he, gets, he picks up his axe and goes and gets his other axe. And he's just like... <sighs> 
Be back oh. in a few minutes, fellas. Whoa, whoa. Di- dives in. Uh, <laughs> I toss down a piece of rope. Is this, like, how far is the river just... How big is it? Like, what... It's close to the mouth, but it's pretty wide. Okay. And are we, like... Is it, like, cliffs down into it, like it was further up the river? Is it... Yeah, so there, there are two, okay, yeah. two sides, like, okay. further up. Uh, so would a 50-foot rope even get down there? Uh, it wouldn't go very far. No, it would just basically give him way back up the cliff. If he could... <laughs> well, he can go out towards the mouth of the river. Oh, okay. Then I keep my rope. And I just watch. <laughs> Pip, are you doing anything? There's nothing I can really do at this point. Are you doing anything, Pip? Well, I was gonna before he threw it in. I was gonna wreck that kid. <laughs> <laughs> so the bolo is. You can. So if you if you're if you're doing something as you're swinging up, you can do it. Well, that's why I was wondering where I was. Uh, you would probably be close by because I think everybody followed. This will in, this would involve a little rock con, which I'm not 100 if I want to do. But if I had seen chest and antagonistic exchange with this child as he was threatening to throw away a stone that was fairly important, I would have tried to get up beside him and do him a little, like, thunderwave pop. (laughs) Up by the kid? Yeah, just to blast him back and get that rock away from him. (laughs) So... Thunderwave this child. (laughs) So I would have to roll a save? Yep. We're just gonna kill this kid. No, we're not gonna kill him. Remember, I was only I was only hitting him because I knew that's a ten. That doesn't save. So I've won that. He is gonna get tossed a little bit. So I'm assuming I'm 15 feet away from other people because this is like a conversation that's being had. Sure, you could. He was starting to walk away from the group with the rock. So while he's doing that, you could position yourself. Thank the Lord. Okay. Well, I mean, three's a lot. Maybe it's not. I don't know. He's a chunky boy. It's a Goliath. He's a chunky boy. So, all right, four. Four, four damage, and he gets tossed ten feet. Okay. (laughs) So he flies away. The the rock flies out of his hand. And I guess next time we'll start rolling for initiative because the town is now hostile. Oh, shoot! (laughs) Yeah. Ouch. (laughs) We can't lose that bolo. Whoops. Welcome to DM Thoughts with Tyler. So this episode ended... Definitely not how I expected it to. And as I was reflecting on this episode, on this session after I had actually run it, I was thinking I had not given them enough indication that what they were doing was going to be viewed as something that was hostile. I started to give that indication with chess kind of body slamming the kid that some some of the kids that were watching went to go and grab their weapons because they were kind of this unknown group that just came in and started all of a sudden body slamming one of the kids um i i was thinking man i wish i had given them a bit more warning but then listening back on the episode chess was actually giving a little bit of warning like man these poor teens and ralric oh man this child they were actually giving additional warnings, the ones that I thought maybe I should have been giving. So thinking back on, on it, I was like, they had a decent amount of information to make their decision. And this is just one of those times where kind of the rules of society uh, are able to push back on the decisions that they make. And so there's going to be kind of some consequences for these actions that they had. So we'll see what those consequences are in two weeks for the next episode of the No Mercy podcast. Thank you all for listening. And like I said, we'll see you again in two weeks. Check out our discord, go to nomercypodcast.com and you can find everything there.
All right. See you.